just ordered an article of clothing that you'll probably only wear once for the underprivileged Daisy children working in a moist basement from Sheen. Five business days later, this Sheen package is magically at your doorstep. How? How does it get to your doorstep? What's up, everyone? It's TechSense here, and we are back with another episode. This time, about the supply chain. You know, when I was younger, I couldn't really fathom the way Amazon worked. Within a push of a button, the products my parents ordered were at my doorstep within a few days, and sometimes even one day. These products range from my mom buying shoes to add to her never-ending collection, to my dad buying such specific appliances that I'll probably never use. The way products get to the consumer is an abstract concept to many, so allow me to break it down to you. And the discussion regarding the supply chain is especially relevant today, because the supply chain is a nearly $15 billion industry that has taken various hits from various different implications. My auntie also said her sorries from India are taking forever to come in, so I'd say this is an extreme global issue. So what is a supply chain, and how does it work? The supply chain is kind of self-explanatory. It's an interconnected web that transports a good or service to you, the consumer. Transportation of these goods and services vary, but the most popular transportation method is shipping because production is abundant in China and other Asian countries. However, 74% of all companies use four to five transportation methods, and this just shows that extent companies take to get the product to you. Back to our Sheen example. When you put the order into Sheen, the manufacturer, being the kid from Sheen, wraps the gut up and labels it for shipping. After the product undergoes shipping into a big shipping hub where all imports are taken, after that, the product is then transported to you and on your doorstep. More interestingly, however, the way overnight shipping work is through flights. Planes fly into these large shipping hubs overnight, and then your product is being able to get expedited into smaller planes, which are then expedited into trucks and then at your doorstep. In essence, the supply chain consists of four different components, which all work together to get the product you bought to you. Integration, Operations, Purchasing, and Distribution Integration is the effort that all the aspects of the supply chain collaborate with one another, the manufacturer, consumers, and all in between. Operations might just be the most important part of the supply chain. The managers of the supply chain must ensure that all employees are doing their job efficiently and successfully. And they also must determine the amount of employees necessary at certain times in the supply chain itself. Purchasing is kind of self-explanatory as well. It's literally you purchasing the product from the manufacturer. And the final step of the supply chain is distribution. When all the previous steps I've talked about come together to get you the product. And of course, this is an oversimplification, but it's the easiest way I could truly describe it. The supply chain is down three to one to problems like the war between Russia and Ukraine, COVID, etc. And it's going to take a 2016 LeBron-type performance to finally get it back in order. Pertaining to the Russia-Ukraine war, important food items like wheat and barley are highly produced in Ukraine and Russia. These countries account for about one-third the world's wheat production and one-fourth the world's barley production. Since the war caused Russian sanctions, farmers to lose their jobs to fighting, and block Ukraine blockage, the risk of global famine has risen dramatically. Especially since these important products cannot get to the consumer, consumer efficiently. This is because the first step of the supply chain, production of the product, is ineffective. Also, products from China are being disrupted because they are imported into Russia and Ukraine. And Russia and Ukraine are, act as a middleman in this process. This disrupts the distribution aspect of the supply chain. The products produced by China will take a hit now because of the war has restricted product flow. Let's just switch gears a bit. I'm trying to give you a correct uh, in-life example of my experience with the supply chain. Okay, so recently I was channeling my inner city boy and looking for Hellcats and Trackhawks for sale. 
And man, they were so much more expensive than I thought they would be. So I guess City Boy got to be delayed for a while. So I wondered why is this? And it turns out production of cars has drastically decreased since COVID due to the chip shortages. The decline in production in conjunction with the persistent demand for these vehicles raises the price of said vehicles, thus propelling inflation and value. And inflation is a very complicated topic I'm sure we'll get to in a different episode. Production has decreased because cost of labor is high due to unemployment, which is a predicament caused by COVID. People are more incentivized to work if they're being paid more. And it all comes full circle because it takes staffs to create the ships and the other car parts. The issue originates from the beginning of COVID. 40% of small U.S. businesses have experienced supply chain delays. And at the end of the day, though COVID was the ignition of the supply chain predicament, it was more of an additive to the original problem. I've known you see these ship, big shipyards with a bunch of big cargo tows laying around, and this is the exact same system that creates vulnerabilities in the supply chain because it's difficult, difficult to circulate that cargo. The shipping totes also have undergone a shortage, and this only adds the pain, more pain to pleasure. The supply chain is a shortage of a domino effect from different shortages such as truck drivers, shipping boats, shipping containers, etc. And this is all originates to COVID. And being that our society is so dependent on the supply chain as a means of supplying us with food, and obviously clothes from machine made by impoverished kids working in basements in South Asian countries, we must make sure our supply chain is more efficient and reliable by creating a system that A, attacks issues more rigorously at the start and b creates a parity between the suppliers and consumers if this is possible then i think the supply chain could be stronger and less susceptible to being destroyed covid and other world issues out here like thanos collecting infinity stones but we as a collective society need to realize how dependent we are on the supply chain and we need to make the supply chain as perfect as possible so that the supply chain issue could be resolved my aunties are eager to get the saris back so I really hope that this supply chain issue could be resolved and they could finally stop bickering about the Saris being on back order. And a solution to this has recently arisen. The Biden administration has designed resources to help the production of important things like computer chips, similar to the ones that are used in cars. So it's nice to see the government is trying to do things to alleviate the pain. Just to wrap up, the supply chain is a very intricate topic, and I'm only giving you a grain of salt of the whole picture. But it's important to know how the supply chain influences our own life every day. The food we eat, the clothes we wear, all are products of the supply chain as a whole. Thank you for watch listening to this episode of Tech Sense. Enjoy your night.